Shulchan Aracharav, we are in Simon Reish, Samach, Gimel, Halacha Yudbeis, section 263, we begin the 12th Halacha. Suma Yechoyla Gamkin Levarich Al Ner Shabbos. A blind woman, and this also applies to a man, the reason why the Altarebbe uh, refers here and uses the feminine is because this mitzvah is entrusted to women, but it also applies to a man. So a blind woman may also recite a blessing over a Shabbos light because she also benefits from lights. As explained in Simen Samach, test section 69, there in Alocha test, and there the Rebbe says that even a person who was blind from birth benefits from the Ma'odis, the luminaries that others see, which enable them to see him and show him the way to proceed. Okay. Nonetheless, if she has a husband who is sighted, who is able to see, so then her husband should recite the blessing. In other words, he should kindle the Shabbos lights and say the bracha. If she is eating together with others who recited a blessing when they kindled Shabbos lights, she should not recite a blessing because there's no mitzvah for a woman to kindle a light aside from the added happiness one derives from, from additional light as explained above. And because she is blind, she does not derive any happiness from the light she kindles. Now, seemingly, the same law would apply if there's an electric light burning in the room. In other words, the, the halacha, that if she's eating with others who said a bracha when they lit Shabbos candles, she shouldn't say a bracha. So assuming that would apply if there's another light burning in the room, the prima, uh, electric light, the prima goddim writes that if, if uh, the blind woman is the mistress of the house, she has an obligation to kindle the Shabbos lights. Therefore, she should kindle her Shabbos lights first and the others should kindle after her. If she's a guest in other people's homes, and was given a room of her own, so then she may kindle a light in that room. Okay. And we explained the reason why if another woman lit, and as we said, seemingly if there's an electric light burning in the room, she should not say a bracha. Because the only reason for her to uh, light another candle here would be because it would add happiness, because there's more light. As we learned that when there's uh, two or three homeowners eating together, so some say that only one should say um, a bracha, but other people say no, the, the custom of each one of making a bracha is in order, because the more light, then the more peace and the more happiness. But in this case, since she is blind, she doesn't get any happiness from the light that she kindles. Nor does she derive benefit from others using her light, as stated at the beginning of the section, because her light is not of consequence since others have already kindled there. See also section 298, which says that a blind person should not recite the blessing over the flame during Avdallah, at the end of Shabbos, because that bracha praises Hashem for a benefit directly received by the person reciting the blessing. This concludes Halacha Yud Beis 12, Halacha Yud Gimel 13, as an initial preference, it's a mitzvah to make 
long candles, meaning candles that will burn for an extended time. And Alter Rebbe explains so that, that they will burn, they should be long enough that they will burn until nightfall, when their light will illuminate the home and prevent one from stumbling. And this halacha is relevant since the Shabbos lights should be kindled before sunset. And in many places, it's customary to accept Shabbos far earlier. Nevertheless, if somebody made short candles that don't burn until nightfall, which is not good, it's not desirable, because as we learned, one of the purposes of the Shabbos lights is to prevent the person from stumbling in the darkness. So they have to last until the darkness. But if somebody made short Shabbos candles that don't burn until nightfall, the blessing is not considered as having been recited in vain. It's not a brachal of atala, since one eats by their light and derives benefit from them during the Shabbos meal. Now the Aliyah Rabbe explains that even when he eats while there is still daylight, the person derives satisfaction from eating where there is additional light, and therefore it's not considered a bracha levatala. However, when one does not eat by their light, for example, he eats in a courtyard, as we explained in section 273, if the candles don't burn until nightfall, he will have recited a blessing in vain. And there the Alter Rebbe says in section 273, that if eating in a house would cause the person extreme discomfort, for example, from hot weather or insects, he could eat outside. The Badei Shulchan says that even if there are other lights burning in the home, and the blessing also covered um, kindling them, benefit must be derived from the candles over which the blessing was specifically recited. When a couple eats their Shabbos meals as guests in someone else's home and tarry there, the woman should be careful to light candles large enough to continue burning until they return. Alternatively, she should make use of the light before leaving her home, but after she accepted Shabbos. As we have learned previously, this concludes today's share.